0: Oh, the wonder of our God, the wonder of our amazing God, the love of our God. He is mighty. He is powerful. I can feel the roar of the anointing tonight. I can feel the fire that's in his eyes tonight. He has a word for us tonight. That is is a word that's going to be repetitive, it seems like, in this year, but it is the word of the Lord. And so tonight as we begin, if the worship team, if you want to be seated until after I finish, you may be seated, everybody may be seated. Again and again, possibly for the entirety of 2023, especially during the awakening school of prayer, the Lord God is asking us a question. Yes, God asked his people questions. Just as God asked Adam and Eve, where are you? Or Jesus asked, who touched me? When he asked a question, it's not because he doesn't know the answer, but he wants us to know the answer. To know the right question is almost as important as the answer. The right answer calls us to action and back to him and back to his plan. So again tonight, I am bringing before you the vision that he gave me as I've asked him again, what is opposing? What are we doing that is opposing him? So, so as you know, I had had a vision and in the vision, I was in a hidden area which contained an incredible treasure room, a chamber like structure resplendent with light, with his glory, a repository, a storehouse of the glory of God. However, the door of entrance to the treasure room was shrouded by a dark gatekeeper, a sentinel, a guard, a gatekeeper that was holding captive the riches of God. The door was blocked, guarded, fortified, so the church could not gain access to retrieve her inheritance through the blood of Jesus. I was so angry when I had this vision. I was appalled that a dark gatekeeper held our inheritance, the church's inheritance, in a place of captivity. Who and what was this wickedness? How dare this wickedness defy the church of God? I was ter- determined to know the truth. So I went before the Lord again and again, asking him about this gatekeeper. Who is this gatekeeper? And why does he hold this position of power? I thought perhaps it's because of iniquity on the land or the shedding of blood or witchcraft or altars. There was an endless list of possibilities in which could have allowed this gatekeeper to be in place to ma- maintain his position. So I, I would not relent. I kept going to the Lord. I kept going to the Lord about it. And he said to me, he, and when he answered me, I was not prepared for the answer. He said to me, you have reached out your hand and stood upon the high places of the earth, and you have stood as a watchman on the wall. But this day I answer you, for the gatekeeper that blocks the glory and keeps the glory from entering into the church is my church." It is the gatekeeper is actually my church that is opposing me. It is my church that is shrouded in darkness. The Spirit of God said to me, If you will wrestle with me in this year not for one service and not for one month, if you will wrestle with me as Jacob wrestled with me, if you will allow me to show you the many ways my church opposes me, if you will not let me go, if you will let this work of repentance be completed in you, I will surely bless you and you will see the gate of heaven open. But he said to me, But fully understand, Fully apprehend that it is my church that opposes me. So for tonight's message, last month, I asked the Lord how we are opposing him. And he showed me how we had uh, decided who we wanted to bring into the harvest and how we had ignored Ishmael. And so that was last month's uh, answer to me as I asked him, in what way are we opposing you? This month, I stepped back into that vision. In the realm of the spirit, you can do that. You can step right back into the place because it's eternal. It's always there. And as I stepped back in that place and I could see the dark gatekeeper, the Lord led me to look. And just like you have a label on, the, on your clothes, on, the, on an article of clothing, you have a label of who the designer was. It may have Gucci or whatever on it. Not Gucci. No, no, no <laughs> Gucci. Um, but anyway... Um, Um, And as I looked at the label on the gatekeeper, I could see this in the vision. It had one word on it, and it said, orphan. The Spirit of God said to me, my house looks more like an orphanage than a temple of my glory. Hidden within the folds of the fabric of the gatekeeper, I could see that its cloak was literally made out of rejection, inadequacy, insecurity, unworthiness. Uh, An orphan is always hypersensitive, and so easily offended, seeing through the lens of rejection, abandonment, and self-hatred. They have an unconscious assumption that no one likes them. All of these characteristics form an orphan spirit which seeks praise and recognition through self-effort and work. An orphan spirit declares that the validation and affirmation of man is more important than God. There are many in the church. We do a lot of deliverance and we do a lot of counseling. There are many in the church that have an orphan mindset. They live in a continual cycle of rejection. This spirit and this attitude opposes and contradicts and denies the father's love. It literally opposes the father's love. A father who so loved us that he sent his only begotten sin. The orphan spirit makes a person feel despondent. No words of encouragement seems to set them free from the feelings of rejection. They feel left out of every conversation, out of everything. An orphan spirit is prone to envy, comparison, which moves with rejection, then into the next place of strength, which is jealousy. It may be from a lack of resources or relationships, position, jealousy of what others have that they do not have. They tend to harbor faults of anger and suspicion and apprehension of other people, and they rehearse their rejection and fear over and over in a cycle of constant depression and isolation. We have watched in in, in counseling and in deliverance, we have watched people and the same denominator comes back into play again and again. We have been shocked that people that have been in the Lord for a long time, been to counseling for years, been to deliverance for years, yet they live in this repetitive cycle that demands focus on their trauma and on their rejection. Pastor Rob and I have realized, as we have watched this, we have realized that that we're not really seeing the real spirit behind this. We keep seeing the rejection. We keep seeing the trauma. But the spirit of, of jealousy is operating. It is the real spirit behind it. Therefore, the real strong man is never dislodged. This is a real problem in the church, more than you can even imagine. Jealousy produces a very green eyed envy in which subtle witchcraft then begins to function out of rejection. Then the orphan part of the personality makes you feel sorry for them. And then you give them self pity. If you, if you, you probably know someone in your life right now that this happens. Self pity is one of the greatest enemies of the kingdom of God. Give them hope, give them courage. Implore them to stay in the fight, but do not ever give anyone self pity, that it causes them to increase and God to decrease, to decrease, and it disarms them and defeats them. We are called to battle for the King. It is a great honor to fight for the King and His Kingdom. When you do not agree with an orphan attitude of self pity, then it challenges you with jealousy. You you suddenly, you don't agree and give them the self-pity. Then it switches over into the jealousy, and it's like a thermostat. You don't know if it's going to be very cold or if it's going to be very hot. Silence, anger, threats, and intimidation try to force you to conform and agree with their expectations and interpretations of their life. Again, this is a serious problem in the body of Christ. This is actually, when you move from the from the orphan attitude of rejection into jealousy, you start operating in control and manipulation, which is witchcraft. But there is even a greater danger. Once jealousy has secured a grasp, a greater door of control can open, and suddenly Jezebel is ruling through a person. It has a progression. You see how it starts with the orphan spirit, a rejection. It moves into jealousy. And then if they do not come before the Lord to get freedom, it can move into Jezebel. Jezebel is probably the single most relentless, consistent, and opposing attack that Pastor Rob and I in this church has been under. I could tell you 10 major stories, and it would be like reading from a horror book from Barnes & Noble. I mean, it's a very serious thing in the body of Christ. Um, and it's, it's this spirit is used to especially to fight against the fivefold ministry, especially against the office of the prophet that releases the word of the Lord, the word of repentance, and the call to holiness. John the Baptist's voice, the voice of the prophet, was released to prepare the way of the Lord, to announce the coming of the Lord. It was also the Jezebel spirit that killed John the Baptist. This spirit is used throughout the body of Christ again and again to destroy ministries, to split churches, to annihilate long-standing relationships, to separate families, to wreak havoc, defiling communities of believers, and of course the grand prize is to ultimately close the door of churches if it was just only a sorceress behind a stone with a boiling cauldron. Instead, you will find this spirit on Sunday morning in church with hands raised, worshiping, sitting in church, usually in prayer meetings and on the staff of many churches. Traits I have seen with this spirit as we have dealt with it these past seven years is they usually come in, they join the prayer team, And they gradually push to come alongside the pastors, even working through other staff members. They always assert very loudly, very vocally that they have your back, that they're for you, that they will always stand with you. They loudly declare their deep respect for you more than anyone else. They portray themselves as a team player, but secretly they desire fame and the spotlight, especially a staff position. Many times they are the biggest proponents of unity, declaring that all must forgive and walk as they do. But they usually are the force behind the strife in the church. This spirit destroys God's image of the Father's love, the orphan spirit that moves from orphan to jealousy to Jezebel. It begins with an orphan spirit of rejection, and then it moves into a real deep seated uh, bitterness. You can see that in people's lives. Then it moves into the jealousy and comparison, and ultimately, even serving the web of the spider that is called Jezebel. Re- Revelation 2 tells us not to tolerate Jezebel, not to negotiate with Jezebel in our lives, in our church, in the kingdom, in our families, in your relationships. You need to take uh, um, a consensus, and look at your life, and and be honest. Do you have a child that is manipulating you? Do you have a child that is controlling you? Do you are you in a relationship where you are being controlled? Maybe even by a parent, uh, a, a friendship. You know, in church, or is there someone that is controlling you? You need to look at this because you are tolerating a Jezebel spirit and usually, usually negotiating with them. But Revelation 2 tells us if we will not tolerate Jezebel in our lives, that there is a um, privilege, a reward that is given. It says that we will rule with Christ with his rod of authority over the nations. And any resistance against us will be fragile as a clay pot. The last reward of not tolerating Jezebel in your life or in your church is as the Father God gave to Jesus, he will give to us the morning star, Christ himself beholding his splendor and his glory. We as a body, as a family, as a dwelling place of the spirit must refuse to operate in an orphan spirit in jealousy, and are in the witchcraft of Jezebel. In this season that we are in as a church, especially after we've had Prophet Dennis Goldsworthy come, we are positioned in a place of battle. The clamor, the uproar in the spirit realm is so strong right now. It is tangible. You can feel the pressure. You can feel the weight. You can feel the compression against you. I had even people talking to me about that tonight. And a couple days ago, Pastor Rob and I were talking about the pressure that we were feeling and we just had to take our shield and keep pressing and pressing through. There is a ruling principality over the state of Arizona that resists us, that opposes us, and continually challenges with power and authority every aspect of our culture. It is a well of witchcraft and damnation known in the church as Jezebel, but it carries other names in other cultures, primarily in the Southwest. It is known as Spider Woman. And you may think, well, that just sounds ridiculous. That sounds uh, silly. You know, we live in a very modern world today. But behind the guise of this deity that is over us, I will tell you it is a murderous force of power and control. It has produced a bronze, brass, dark sky of enchantment and divination, a spiritual covering over the state. Like the spider that spins its webs, it attaches to everything, it connects to everything, webs are draped and shrouded over everything that has any type of influence, desiring complete and absolute dominion over our state. Its signature, the cobweb, is like a mesh, a net, a snare, an entanglement, a network of threaded confusion and blindness. A spider web is actually in the realm of the spirit, a form of housing in the spirit realm. It forms a governmental house of darkness over our state. A spider web is also a nursery for reproduction, just like the spider has egg sex. It cocoons people that will come in alignment with it and agree with it. It blinds and it binds and it restrains its its victims. A spider web is very sticky, adhesive, like a, a glue paste that's a very deceptive trap and ambush. It suffocates, it paralyzes, it immobilizes, encases their victims in a web of death. Any agreement with Jezebel will bring you into her web. One morning I woke up and it was like a a, a picture from National Geographic. It was like in high definition, vivid colors. And I had over my eye A spider spinning a web trying to close my eye, trying to blind me from seeing who the real enemy is over the state of Arizona. That same morning, a Navajo pastor that has a church in in Parker whose father was a medicine man and he was in training at one time to be a medicine man until he became a Christian. And he, he has, knows a lot of critical information about this deity. That morning when I had that happen to me, that man, I, I went blind. One of his eyes went blind, and he became partially blind in the other eye. People laughed and don't think this is real. It is very real. It is eternal. There is a realm all around us, and this type of authority and power and dominion is against us. I heard Robert Henderson say, I don't want to get off track here, but I heard him say just this week that he was in Hawaii and that he, you know, operates in the court of heaven and he doesn't come against principalities, but he was at a church in Hawaii. And the pastor of the church got up and said, I've just had the strangest vision. He said, said, I see yams floating in the ocean all around the island. And, you know, everybody kind of laughed. And then they looked it up, and a yam is actually a deity uh, that lives in the ocean, that is a god that lives in the ocean. And it's actually an old Canaanite name. And so the pastor started railing against the principality around the island that's in the ocean. And, And Robert said that he was real surprised that he stepped into that, but he did, and he got in agreement with the pastor instead of going to the court of heaven and operating in right legal protocol. And he said that as he left the church, he couldn't hear anything. Suddenly there was a roar in his ears. Like if you put a cotton shell and you can hear the ocean, he couldn't hear anything. He got to the airport and he's yelling at his wife. He can't hear anything. All he hears is this roar because he came against this principality and uh, at that moment, Dennis Goldsworthy calls him. And, and Robert's yelling at Dennis on the phone saying, I can't hear anything. And Dennis, without knowing anything, says, you've just come against a principality. You did not do it God's way, and it has attacked you. All of this is very real. You have to understand this is very real, the realm of the spirit. So Lita, Lita, our Lita here, recently had a dream just before the Dennis Goldsworthy conference. In the dream, all over the buildings are spiderwebs. Inside the buildings are spiderwebs. They are everywhere, in every nook and every cranny, upon the trees, upon the roads, everywhere, on everything. It was covered by spiderwebs covering the whole of Arizona. The web was literally shaping and manipulating every value, every belief and structure of our society, concluding the government of Arizona, the legislation in its web, the governor's office, encasing our economy under the web of her dominion, enveloping our children's schools, um, our colleges, every mountain of culture was under this web of darkness. The web's sole purpose was to cover everything under her power and her authority, the ruling uh, authority principality over Arizona. It is a web that today holds our towns, our city, the reservations in captivity, just like an insect that is caught as prey in a spider's web. But in Lita's dream, though everything was overcome with the webbing of the spider, there was a small path about the width of of a sidewalk, an opening where there was no webbing. Well, she has this dream just days before Dennis Goldsworthy comes. He comes and he begins to prophesy. You have created a hole in the roof, a a hole in the canopy, a hole in the web, as the enemy has tried to steal the destiny of this city and to prevent the water of life from coming through spiritually. There is now a hole, a pathway that has opened because of intercessory prayer. That is why we are here tonight. And it will not be closed. Just as the Lord tore the veil of the temple, so the Lord tears and opens. He continues to prophesy. That which is in the way, the veil that has held this captivity, the city in captivity, is now has a rip it. There are no words to describe encouragement, Lita's dream, and, and Dennis Goldsworthy's prophetic word gave us. We have been fighting in intercessory prayer for this city and this state for seven years. You may say, well, big deal, a, a small hole in the, in the fabric of a veil of a state. Is it worth all the trouble? Is it worth being battle-weary, being battle-fatigued to see so little, a tear the width of a sidewalk in comparison to the entirety of the state, throughout scripture, it is always in the little that the magnitude of his power is displayed. Amen. Amen. A small boy brought a few dinner rolls and fish that fed 15,000 people. They think it was about 15,000 people. By the word of the Lord of the prophet Elijah, a small amount of oil and flour, did not run out in the midst of the, of, of famine. Amen. Faith is small as a mustard seed. The mustard seed is the smallest of seeds, but it's the largest plant in the garden, and it grows into a tree. A small seed of faith, a small tear, a small sidewalk, a pathway of faith can move mountains. Amen. A boy with a slingshot and a small petal, a little girl raised from the dead, and most of all, a small baby that was sent to save us. In the kingdom, the small, the little is substantial. The weight of heaven is found in the little. In the kingdom, in Scripture, small is large in the hands of our mighty God. He is asking us to continue to stay in the battle, to stay in the fight To believe, even if our faith seems little, even if it seems faint at times, even if our obedience is incomplete, stay in the battle. There is grace in the battle. This church is not a cruise ship. This church is a warship. It is not an orphanage either, but a military installation that houses a mighty army of intercession, an army in the earth that establishes the kingdom of God so that his glory can be revealed. Something is happening. Something has changed. Something astounding is is so near us. Something all-powerful. Though it may seem of little consequence, not significant and of no magnitude, just a small opening, a rupture, a little tear, the width of a sidewalk is all God's needs. He comes in the little. Dennis continued to prophesy from Psalm 42. He said, listen to the scripture. Deep calls to deep in the roar of the waterfall. Deep calls to deep. The cry of our intercession must increase. It must get louder. It must roar. We will not give up until we see the gatekeeper change from a shroud of darkness into the bride's clothing and the door of his glory open up. I, this past summer, I went to Niagara Falls, but literally, A couple of miles before we got to the falls or felt the spray of the mist, we could hear the falls. We couldn't see anything, but we could hear them. There is a roar of the voice of God in the earth. Psalm 29 says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. Ezekiel 43 I heard the sound of the creature's wings, like the roar of rushing waters, like the voice of the Almighty, like the uproar of an army, that is us. And I saw the glory of God, and his voice was like the roar of rushing waters, and the land, Phoenix, in the state of Arizona, was radiant with his glory. As we continue in prayer, as we continue in faith, as we continue in obedience... The river of life is going to begin to flow from that opening in that rip, that pathway. The river of awakening, the river of healing, the river of deliverance is going to roar like a waterfall. It's going to roar in this valley. It's going to flood this valley with his glory. It will roar over the mesas as God sets a table in the midst of his enemies. It will roar through the canyons, even the canyon that is called Graham. The Wollapai Nation and the Havasupai Nation is at the Grand Canyon. They're going to hear the roar of the waterfall of his glory, flowing down from the tops of the mountains, watering all the land that's called native, roaring through every community, every town, every city, and every reservation. Deep is calling to deep. The spirit is calling to the spirit, spirit to spirit, deep to deep, calling. Don't leave your post. There is grace in the battle. We will live, we will live in a day of great wonders, a place of continual marvel and awe. You are born to prepare the way of the Lord signs and wonders in the earth that is why you are born that is your assignment in the earth to pray until we see his glory revealed until we see a city st- safe until we see the glory cloud of his presence covering this whole state the spider will will not be the spiritual covering on and on over this state but the glory of God will be be strong be fearless and follow the king He is the king of glory, and I will assure you, he is going to lead us into a place of triumph. Hear the sound. Oh, the sound, you can hear it in the spirit. The roar of the waterfall, for he is coming in the roar. Tonight, as we go back into worship and prayer, I want you to ask the Lord, is there any way that I am allowing an orphan spirit because it opposes the Father's love? Is there any way that I am allowing an orphan spirit in my life, a cycle of rejection? Have I stepped into a place of comparison where jealousy is starting to take hold? Am I being led step by step to a place where I begin to control everything like the spirit of Jezebel? I just want to ask you tonight to allow the spirit of God, even as we go back into worship, to minister to you. There is freedom and liberty if this Spirit is operating uh, in you or around you. There is freedom for that tonight. But I will tell you that we are here to pray. We're going to see that opening. We're going to see it expand. And as we pray, in the little, in the little, God is going to meet us. That's right. That's right, that's good.
1: Romans chapter 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. I want you to say, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may be glorified together. I want you to pray this prayer with me tonight. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I will not succumb to a spirit of bondage. I will not succumb to an orphan spirit. But I decree and declare that I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. I have the spirit of adoption, whereby I cry, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. And I repent tonight for operating in an orphan spirit. I repent for operating in rejection, unworthiness, hypersensitiveness, bitterness, bitterness, Jealousy, and any form of Jezebel, I repent of and I renounce the spirit of jealousy, the spirit of Jezebel. It shall have no part in me, for I am a son, I am a daughter of God, and I serve the Lord Christ in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Give him praise, church. Hallelujah.
2: Of Your presence, we Your trust in you, let the weak say I am strong. Trust in you, I will trust in you. Let the weak say, I am strong in the strength of the Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. And to the angel of the church of Thyatira write, These says the Son of God, who has eyes like the flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience. As for your works, the last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. Because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality. and She did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed. And those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, and they will repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am the one who searches the minds and the hearts, and I will give each one according to your works. And he who overcomes... And keeps my works until the end. To him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. Say with me, rod of iron. And they shall be dashed to pieces like potter's vessels. And I also have received from my father. And I will give him the morning star. For the Lord says, "'As my people, even my remnant church, takes upon their mouths the songs of deliverance that I'm putting in their mouths,' the Lord says, "'I will execute judgment on the enemy of Jezebel in my house.'" for the Lord says, the one new sound shall break the power of the enemy, for I shall put as it were not only a steel rod in your hand, I will cause a rod of iron to go forth from your mouth, and I will execute judgment upon the enemies of my glory, and Jezebel's web shall come down over State For the Lord says you have poked a hole, but the Lord says I'm going to rip it wide open. For the Lord says as you have not tolerated Jezebel in your midst says the Lord. The Lord says I will grant you favor, I will grant you grace, and I will grant you to the anointing. For the corporate anointing shall be blessed, and it shall bless my people. For as you walk in one and as you stand against that spirit says the Lord, I will cause the prophets that have hid in the caves to come out of a cave of resignation, says the Lord. For the Lord says, The prophets shall hide no longer, but they shall declare the word of the Lord. For I am releasing, as it were, the spirit of might, the spirit of power upon my prophets. And they will not cower in fear to Jezebel any longer, but they will declare, Thus saith the Lord, For the Lord says songs of deliverance will come out of their mouth. Declarations of praise shall break down the web, says the Lord. For the Lord says, I will cause the morning star not to only rise in the sky, but I will cause the morning star to rise in your heart. And the Lord says, those that have been silent, I'm removing the gag order, for I'm issuing a judgment against Jezebel, and I will cause a raging army to arise. For the Lord says a rod of iron, so go forth out of their mouth and it shall judge that which has hindered my prophets from speaking says the Lord and in that day and in that hour I will cause a spirit of might to come upon my remnant church and they will begin to declare as kings that which shall be for I will have my harvest says the Lord I will have my awakening says the Lord will you put the rod of iron in your mouth will you sing those songs of deliverance says the Lord for I will bring as the word a deliverance to this state as The one new sound breaks the back of Jezebel, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Give him praise. Give him glory. I want us to begin to pray in the spirit come on this is a prayer meeting tonight come on I want you to begin to pray in the spirit songs of deliverance out of your mouth songs of deliverance songs of strength songs of boldness let the river of God flow out of your being tonight come on Father, let the portal, let the open open even greater. Let the portal over Phoenix, the portal over uh, Arizona, open, open up, open up, open up, open up. Oh Rakasia Cabreta Catabondea. Hey, Kia Boshia Catabareta Catabandea. Oh Rakasia Catabaraboto. Father, thank you for the rod of iron. Thank you for we ask for the nations. We ask for Arizona. We ask for the nations, oh God. Rule with a rod of iron, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we declare songs of deliverance. Songs of deliverance. We will not bow. We will not bow to Jezebel. We will not bow to any spirits of witchcraft, spirits of control, manipulation, intimidation. We will not bow. Lord, let the boldness of God, the boldness of a lion arise. The wicked flee when no man pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. I think it's time to roar in this church. You've been silent long enough. Come on. On the count of three, we're going to laugh with a loud roar. Come on. One, two, three. Hallelujah, let the lion of the tribe of Judah roar out of the mouth. Of your church oh God, ho rakashi aka breta ka bandea, hey ki aka breta ka bandea, he hey aka, muraka, he breke bo, prepeke, break every chain off of your people. This web is coming down. Ho rakashia aka breta In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we will not Be denied the blessing, we will not be denied the waters of revival, the waters of deliverance, the waters of salvation, the rivers of praise, the rivers of miracles. We will not be denied in the name of Jesus. Come on, I want to hear you. Come on, I want to hear it. I want to hear a roar of intercession. Out of your belly, oh racacia capreta calabandea, hey ya calabosia precarabandea, hey kia preta kai, hey kia breke oh racacia calabrandea, hey ya calabosia calabrandea, in the name of Jesus shake off every shackle of fear shake off every shackle of intimidation there's fire in your eyes get the eye of the tiger the eye of the tiger the boldness of a lion come on we take the horns of the altar we will not let go until we see the deluge of your holy spirit waterfalls Rivers of glory poured out upon this state in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Oh, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him glory. He's worthy. He's worthy. Have your way in Arizona. Have your way, O king. Have your way, O king. Hallelujah. The inheritance of heaven, the inheritance of God is the nation's. We claim Arizona. We claim the USA. Lord, as yours in the name of Jesus. Ho Kashia Ho racchia ka breta karabashia breta karabondea eia ho horreke reke shia karabande ho racchia karabonde kila karabotea Stir it up, church. Come on, out of your belly. Out of your belly, rivers of praise. Out of your belly, rivers of prophecy. Out of your belly, rivers of prayer. Out of your belly, rivers of proclamation. Out of your belly, out of your belly, rivers. Rivers of living water. In the name of Jesus,
3: you are
2: worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all for from you are all things to you are all things you deserve the glory You are worthy of it all You're worthy of it. From you are all things To you are all things You deserve the glory You're worthy of it all You're worthy of it all From you are all things To you are all things You deserve the glory Day and night, night and death Let incense
3: rise. Day and
2: night, night and death incense rise. Night and day, let incense arise. Night and day, let incense arise. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of, of it all, Jesus. You are from you are all things, to you are all things. You deserve glory. You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. From you are to you are all things you deserve the glory for from you are all things to you are all things
0: you deserve the glory on behalf of the leadership of the state of Arizona, Uh, from every church, every ministry, every prayer group, in every way where we have tolerated, we have negotiated, we have bartered with Jezebel, we repent. Your church repents. We repent for allowing ourselves to be bullied. We repent for allowing ourselves to be stung by the queen bee. We repent that we've walked on eggshells. We repent that we've put up with things because someone contributed money. We repent for so great a sin. We repent before the Lord. We ask for your blood to cover the sin of tolerating Jezebel. And we thank you, Lord, that in this new season... That there, there is water that is pouring out of the opening over your church, refreshing them. And I ask that this water would impart to them a spirit of Jehu, a spirit of Jehu that would throw down Jezebel in the house of God.
2: Of it all. for from you are all things, to you are all things, you deserve the glory. We call on you tonight. We repent of it, Lord. We don't tolerate it anymore. Don't tolerate. To you are all things. things. You deserve deserve the glory.
1: Second Kings chapter nine, verse 30. Now, when Jehu had come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard it. She put paint on her eyes and adorned her head and looked through a window. Then as Jehu entered the gate, she said, is it peace, Zimri, murder of your master? And he looked up at the window and said, who is on my side? Who? So two or three eunuchs looked out at him. Then he said, throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of her blood spattered on the wall and on the horses, and he trampled her underfoot. So they went to bury her, but they found no more than her skull and her feet and the palms of her hands. They came back and told him, and he said, This is the word of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant Elijah the Tishbite, saying, On the plot of ground, as Jezreel's dogs shall eat the flesh of Jezebel... And the corpse of Jezebel shall be as refuse on the surface of the field in the plot at Jezreel. So they shall not say, here lies Jezebel. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare, we proclaim that Jezebel shall be thrown down in Arizona. Lord, she shall be eaten up. She'll be eaten by the dogs, and there'll be nothing left of her. We declare the judgment that Elijah had prophesied over Jezebel, so it was in that day, so it shall be in this day. We declare it, we proclaim it, your days are numbered, Jezebel. You shall not reign over Arizona but the Lord King the God Almighty the King of Kings the Lord of Lords he shall have his way in the Arizona awakening. We declare and decree you shall be lord over Jezebel. You shall be lord oh and we your church shall trample her under our feet. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for victory. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the word of the Lord. We thank you for the spirit of might that you're releasing upon your church, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to begin to pray in the spirit. Come on, we're in a prayer meeting tonight. Come on. I want you to begin to pray in the spirit. Father, we pray, God, that a spirit of might, a resilient, bold spirit, no retreat, no retreat, no retreat, no retreat. Ho no requecia capreta cai, he pretecia cora, prequecia calabrande e calabrande. Come on, I want to hear your prayer. I want to hear some boldness behind your voice. Come on, ho racacia capreta carabandea, he kiaci capreta carabondea, ho racacia carabondea. No retreat, no retreat, no retreat, no retreat. We thank you, Lord, for the opening. We thank you for the portal, Lord, over the city, over the state. Let it begin to grow. Lord, let the angels of God, the angels of war, the warrior angels be assembled. Let them hearken unto the voice of the word of the Lord being released out of your church. Let them answer the words of intercession, the prayers of tongues of angels being released out of your church. Let them hearken unto the voice of of the lord let them assemble and let them war against every jezebelic principality and power as we execute the judgment written out of heaven in the name of jesus in the name of jesus
4: In Psalms 107, 10 to 16, it says, those who sat in darkness in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and iron because they rebel against the word of the words of of God and despise the counsel of the most high. Therefore, he brought them down with their hearts in labor and they fell down and there was none to help. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distress. He brought them out of the darkness and in the shadow of death and broke. Their chains in pieces. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, for he, for and for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. Father we just thank you we thank you for your powerful word God that is spoken God that as we speak forth your word Lord that it brings more power because you you allow us to speak your word and so there is power in your word and we thank you God for for that we can cry out to you and we can repent and Lord God that you hear us and that because you have a heart of compassion for your church, for your remnant church, God, even in right here, right now, God, we thank you for what you're doing, God, even behind the scenes, God, we thank you Lord, that, that everything that you're doing, Lord God, that it will come into fruition, Lord, because we stand with you, and we say yes to you, Father.
1: Amen, so good.
5: While I was asking the Lord, then I heard the scripture, this word, cockatrice eggs. Cockatrice eggs. So I decided to open the scripture to check it out. And that's Isaiah 59, verse 5. They hatch cockatrice eggs and weave the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs died, and that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. And before then, you no know, verse 4 says, no one called for justice, nor any pleaded for truth. And that's what we are calling for here, you know, calling for truth and calling out justice, that God would judge these ones, this evil. And then it goes for that in... Um, I believe verse eighteen. Say for for he put on. Okay, verse sixteen. And he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there were there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness it sustained him. So precious Father, we call for justice. We call for truth in this city. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We call sin, sin, O oh God. O oh Lord God, arise and judge your people, Lord. Judge this state, O oh Lord. Judge the government, O oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let truth go forth, O oh Lord. Like a double-edged sword, let truth go forth. In the land, let truth slay your double-edged sword. Let it tear down the, the webs. Let it crush the, uh, the, the serpent's eggs. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, Lord God, you say, "Which shall tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt us. We arise, O Lord. We arise, O oh Lord, and we begin to stamp them down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We say they shall no longer prosper. Lie will no longer prosper in this city. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, injustice is brought down in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We call for justice, O oh Lord. We call for truth in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus
3: Isaiah chapter 41, starting with verse 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold the right hand and say unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou worm Jacob, ye men of Israel. I will help thee, saith the Lord. And thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument. Having teeth, thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small, and they and shall make the hills as chaff. Thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwinds shall scatter them and thou shalt rejoice in the Lord and shalt glory in the Holy One of Israel. For the Lord says, my word stands true. My word is whole and righteous. It is deep and meaningful. It never changes. Can you hear what I'm saying to you? Can you hear what is being said tonight? You've come to me. You humbled yourself before me. And I am putting in your hand what you need to bring down, to come before, to blow it, for it to blow away in the wind, because I will smash it, not by the hand of men, but by my might and my power. And you will glory and you will rejoice in the Holy One of Israel, says the Lord. So good. So good. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let's go into another song.
2: The lamb upon the throne and unto you we lift our voice and praise the lamb upon the throne.
1: I wanted to read a passage out of Luke 15 about the prodigal son. As he returned to his father, I will arise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy. Say with me, worthy to be called your son. Say with me, son, make me like one of your hired servants. Say with me, servants. And he arose and came to his father, and when he was still a a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, say with me compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry, for my son was dead and is alive. Say with me, alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to make merry. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray all over this state, Lord, that the hearts of the fathers would turn to the children and the children turn to the fathers. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Lord, that you are issuing a judgment out of heaven against the orphan spirit, Father. And Lord, that you are releasing, Lord, the spirit of adoption. Lord, that every lost unworthy son and daughter would feel heaven's embrace that they would feel the love of the father lord they would feel the adoption as sons for you have made them worthy we break off every spirit of unworthiness in the name of jesus And we thank you, Lord, for the return of the prodigal sons, the prodigal daughters. And I pray, O God, that you would raise up fathers in this day, in the church, in the family, in the marketplace, every arena of culture, raise up fathers in this hour. Lord, let the prodigals, Lord, divorce the spirit of the orphan and let them embrace the spirit of adoption. Father, let there be a grand reunion. Let the righteousness of God arise upon the saints of God. Let them come into the full inheritance as sons and daughters of the Most High God. Let them be heirs of God, joiners with Christ Jesus. Let your sons and daughters arise in this hour. And we thank you, Lord, for the marrying of the generations. We thank you, Lord, that the fathers and sons will be reconciled. The mothers and daughters, let a generational reconciliation begin, O God. Lord, that there would be no more orphans, no more jealousy, no more Jezebels, O God, but only sons and daughters of the Most High God. Let the sons of God be manifest in the earth. That's what you're waiting for, for the manifestation of the sons and the daughters of God. Let it be in this Generation, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Give him praise. Oh, hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. Upon the throne, and unto you we
1: lift our voice in praise. The Lamb upon the throne. Hallelujah! Give Him praise! Give Him glory! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. We worship you. We give him praise. We feel the embrace of heaven. Holy Spirit, we feel your embrace tonight. We feel your great love, your great compassion. We run into your arms, God. Father, we give you all of our pain. We give you all of our shame. Father, we renounce that orphan spirit, and we run into your arms tonight, God. We feel heaven's embrace. We're accepted in the beloved. I want you to say with me, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am an heir of God, a joint heir with the Lord Jesus. I am coming into my fullness as a son or daughter of God. I receive my inheritance. I possess it in Jesus' mighty name hallelujah 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 oh rakashiya kadabutea oh rakashiya kadabureta kadabundea hallelujah feel the presence
2: of the Lord run to to his arms. He's waiting for you. Compassionate Father, father is waiting don't you know that you royalty don't you know that you royalty I'm a daughter of the king And to the Father his arms are open Thank you Jesus Thank you Father
1: hallelujah i I feel like we made a dent in the in <laughs> Satan's worship tonight amen. <laughs> I think his ship's leaking tonight. Amen. Everybody stand. Hallelujah. (laughs) How many had a good time tonight? I know I did. Worship team, thank you so much. Awesome job, guys. Awesome, awesome. Praise the Lord. We'll just lift your hands to the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless your servants tonight. I declare, Lord God... That they are ambassadors of Christ, ministers of reconciliation, epistles read of all men, vessels of honor fit for the master's use. They may have come in as a lamb, but they're going out as a lion tonight. And so we're going to roar again, church. We're going to roar. The wicked flee when no man pursues, but the righteous are bold. Say with me, bold as a lion. On the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you. We will see you Sunday morning. Hallelujah.